0: This is where we meet, sharing conversations from New Mexico and beyond. I'm Sawyer Sides, and this show is produced by Taos Center for the Arts. TCA would like to recognize that operates on the homelands of the Red Willow people of Taos Pueblo. We'd like to honor the ongoing dedication and importance of Native and Indigenous cultures within our community and within the land we live, learn, and exist on. This show was recorded live at KNCE on February 19th. Here's Carlos Hernandez in conversation with Elise Morion. Here we go. Um, again, this is KNC, and you're listening to TCS Video Hour, and I'm Alice Morillon. I'm here with Carlos Hernandez. Carlos, hi. Thanks for joining us this morning.
1: Hello. Good morning.
0: That's um, that's perfect. I can see you in the levels. I think people can hear you. Uh, I'm going to jump in and do a, a brief introduction of you, and then we'll jump into questions. Um, but um, Let's see. You're a multimedia artist who has worked in TAL since um, 2019. You hold uh, an MFA in video and performance arts, and you have pursued many fields of art, including sculpture, sound, film, painting, and drawing. Um, This next exhibition um, at TCA, which will be displayed starting on March 1st, is showcasing a series of large old paintings, and they depict abstract urban landscapes and, um, and I have a line here, and the feelings of individuals within them. Uh, I want to go back to that. Okay. Um, but um, that was a very brief introduction. Is there anything you would like to add to this um, short, picture, short picture that people are getting of you right now?
1: Uh, well, I think one thing I kind of just rushed through is uh, growing up in El Paso, Texas. Uh, I think that's, that really helped shape me as an artist growing up there uh being able to travel from one country to another you know weekly with my family uh really opened up my eyes to traveling and mostly moving and living in different places Uh, i think that freedom of just being able to cross the border being an entire new culture uh really shaped me as who I am as an artist
0: Thank you, and um actually, the next question of you for I have for you is a question about why you chose Taos as a place um to work and make art, and maybe that's related to that um liking of going places and being uh, into different cultures
1: yeah, I mean initially, of course, all the big cities were the first option uh after high school, I you know went to school in Dallas, and once I was done there. I went for San Francisco, uh, lived in Los Angeles for a decade, and then moved to New York and lived there for a decade. Uh, But Taos, that landscape, the landscape here was always in the back of my mind, you know, especially after a decade in New York (laughs) and living in the city, you just hope and dream that one day you can manage to make work out in the wilderness. Uh, I remember in 1999, uh, I was a TA uh, for a class at the San Francisco Art Institute, and we went to upstate New York for a month, actually a couple months. And I remember being up in the Catskills, and for the whole summer, all we did was visit artist studios, and there was glass blowing, sculpture, oil painting, you know, everything you could think of, and it was all happening in the mountains. And I thought, you know, I want that one day, uh, obviously it couldn't make it happen immediately, so I stayed in New York and eventually made my way to Taos. And I think uh, it's everything the Cat Schools was and more. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems more uh, forgiving to artists and I guess the rich history here uh, with all the artists that have lived here and created here, that was really a push for me to to make it here.
0: That's great. And um, did you know of Taos before you moved here or did you discover it as you were looking for a new place to land?
1: Actually, when I was a kid, uh, my family would travel to Colorado Springs for a soccer tournament every year and we would drive through Taos. And as a kid, you never forget coming over that mountain and seeing the gorge and the, the mountain and the landscape. And, the, you know, as a kid, you're just in awe of that. And I never forgot it. And, uh, you know, I have a couple friends that, as soon as I told them I was thinking of moving to this area, it wasn't specifically Taos. You know, I thought it could be maybe outside of Santa Fe or somewhere more remote. Um, But the two friends that I did speak to that are in the arts were just like, you got to move to Taos. Like, they were just, and I was like, okay. So as soon as... uh, we drove over that hill and saw Taos again. It had been at least 20 years since I had driven through here. And all of a sudden, we bought a house. Yeah. <laughs> you know, You're was, like,
0: okay, this is the place. Yeah, yeah I lived. it. That's great. Thank you. Um I want to go back to something I mentioned in the introduction which is that you have worked in many fields um that is sculpture, sound film, painting and drawing. That's a diversity of media. And um I wonder if you can tell us about some of the art projects uh you've done in the past and you know how what what role they played in your formation as an artist and how that brings you to um the art you're creating today.
1: Okay. Well, um I know we had had specific question about a show I saw that had an impact on me and I'll kind of segue with that because when I was in school in North Texas, you know, I was, my vision of art was painting, drawing, sculpture, you know, the traditional forms of art and uh, I went to a show at the Fort Worth Modern. uh, The artist is Bill Viola and he's a video artist. And I was blown away like it blew me away that that could be art too you know video sound installation it was more of an experience so after that show I really started thinking about experimenting in new mediums and sound was huge for me because I'm a big music person and That's when I started working in sound, and then when I moved to San Francisco, I had a bunch of friends in the uh, new genres department, and I had been accepted as a painter, so I felt kind of stuck. (laughs) (laughs) So after a semester, I proposed to the school to let me switch genres, and I guess it hadn't been done before, so they were very ambivalent about letting me make that jump Mm -hmm. so they said you have to create a body of work to be accepted into this new program you can't get in here with your paintings Mm -hmm. so I spent a semester working on a film and video and it turned out great obviously because I made it into the new genres department and uh, for me the video it wasn't so much film it was more capturing uh, what was happening on the streets in San Francisco, uh, some nefarious conduct. (laughs) And, uh, I just felt, uh, when I showed it to the class as a critique, you know, I, uh, uh, let's see. I had three walls. I put those videos on each of the walls. So you walked in and it was kind of I was trying to not mimic the Bill Viola experience but go in that same line to create an experience where people are just it's not you're not just looking at a painting you're mm-hmm. kind of feeling everything the sound the reverberation the you know it was just an experience and I think I really enjoyed that even though it was tough to pull off um and since then uh I was working and composing music for commercials and advertising and some short films and art films. So, yeah, that you could just say that show really had an impact on me when I was in school. Yeah, (laughs) it it
0: sure sounds like it. And I'm curious, I know I didn't have that sent yeah. out to you but <laughs> tell me if that's too much but I wonder uh, I know the show you have coming up at TCA is paintings yes. so um we could see that I mean it's going back to the original um, art form you worked with exactly how do do you still fold in that sound uh, or like is that still part of your creating realm um all those um, other elements of media that you worked with before like does that fold into the work you're doing now with the large uh, um, canvases
1: not necessarily I think for me I was I'd kind of put painting on the back burner and was just into video and sound and trying to explore this new path but I never left painting like painting was always you know it's that one thing that you just you can't let go (laughs) right I hear that so when I got here uh, I'd work I'd been working on a couple paintings in New York and when i got here and i it was a totally different background totally different landscape i felt that painting was going to be the best medium for me to put forth those ideas that i was having
0: thank you and so specifically about this show what was your process like um to um to work on those paintings that we're talking about and if you if you don't mind folding in maybe a little bit of um visual elements so that people who hear her us on the radio can mm-hmm. Kind of imagine what we're talking about, and those large paintings. Like, what what do they look mm-hmm. like, and how did you come, how did you go about creating them?
1: Well, I'm deeply influenced by architecture and the urban landscape, and in New York, obviously, you're just bombarded with all of that on a constant day, a daily basis. Um, my process has changed over the years where I used to paint very spontaneous and freely. I've become, and this might be because of the video and the sound work, because it's so meticulous. Every sound you're trying to create or compose or edit, you know, you're just so detailed about everything. And the video editing is the same way. And I feel like my painting changed because now I'm very, Thorough in my planning, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially when I'm trying to tackle a seven foot eight foot canvas, I don't feel like I have that same freedom to just go at it. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like there needs to be a plan or else you're you're just gonna be making mud on an oil <laughs> canvas for hours um so these latest ones I usually start with a photograph, so if I see something you know out here, the mountain range or any kind of landscape that interests me there might be there's usually architecture involved a building or some kind of architectural element and I usually take a picture of it and then I'll run it into Photoshop and I'll edit it and create shapes within uh, what I'm seeing out there and maybe adding figurative forms to I don't know so much to depict feelings uh, but maybe the human experience within that landscape, so I use a lot of a lot of different colors now that's changed also since I left New York uh when I was there, I was using a lot more muted black and white, maybe one color, mm-hmm. and since I moved to Taos, I don't know what's happened, but it's there's pinks and there's you know there's all <laughs> kinds of stuff uh mm-hmm. So it's definitely changed my work living here. And uh, I think the process has also changed significantly where I'm just more detailed and uh, thoughtful to where every shape is going and trying to make the best composition and trying to, you know, draw the viewer in to a familiar environment, whereas maybe the paintings from New York, they're they're not as familiar to people here, but I'm sure many people have lived in New York that lived here or have been there and can uh, relate to that architecture mm-hmm. and landscape.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you. I think it's yeah. very interesting how you describe your process because, you, looking at your work, uh, I've only seen it on a, on, a, on a computer screen. Mm-hmm. But there are layers, and I can see those layers you're talking about. And it's like you you go in and you see one thing, and then you see another, and it kind of like it's bigger as you spend time looking at it. Mm-hmm. And the colors you're referring to, yeah, they're bright paintings. <laughs> it's funny because there's this like the, a dark element to them, like there's right. usually black or dark gray, and with that, there are those like colorful shapes around it and it really mm-hmm. takes time to sink in so I think I, I would have to recommend for everyone to come and check them out in person uh,
1: yeah that'd be great because it, when I do it on the computer it's all very clean and very precise and perfect and then I'll usually it's not, for a few of them I made an actual a small version like a miniature version uh-huh. that way it helped me plan out how to do that on a 8 foot scale mm-hmm. Um But as soon as I'm done photoshopping and doing all the stuff on the computer, I'll usually just print it out on an eight by ten piece of paper, and just take that, and that's my guide. You know, you know. I've always thought, you know, what am I doing? Why don't I just use like a projector and project this onto the canvas? You know, but I feel like that's that's kind of cheating.
0: It's almost too precise, huh? Yeah,
1: I feel like, well, what am I doing that's creative? (laughs) Or what talent am I using if I'm just copying? you know, paint by numbers or, (laughs) you know, drawing it out and then just painting it in. Uh, So even though I have that sketch or that miniature, it never translates the same. There's always something different. Mm -hmm. The colors change. You're never going to be able to match the exact color you did in Photoshop onto a canvas. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. it come close, but it's always... uh, a brutal process <laughs> to, yeah, of course. to try to match.
0: Yeah, yeah that makes sense. And yeah. I'm curious, is that new, uh, that work you're doing with uh, Photoshop, like the picture, the Photoshop, and then the painting, or is that a process you've had for a long time uh, in your practice?
1: No, it's for the newer stuff. Uh, like I said before, I would have an idea. I would just bring the get a blank canvas and just go at it and hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> and I've kind of missed that. and I, I do plan on... You know, revisiting that because there's something to that, where it's not planned out, and you're getting the raw feelings, the raw emotion that you have for your vision, your idea, and then the other stuff that's planned out. It's, I don't know, it becomes kind of laborious. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, I have to go in the studio again. <laughs> I got to mm-hmm. finish the thing. It, mm-hmm. it, it seems, you know. But that, that's art. I think it's a love hate kind
0: of thing I believe it well Carlos thank you so much for coming in this morning you're Um, welcome this is great I really enjoyed learning more about your process um, to to make those big um, pieces of art uh, happen and have them um, visible for all of us Uh, thanks for can't wait yeah being here in taos um so a reminder for everybody uh, the show opens on march 1st uh tca and there's actually going to be an opening that day uh, in the encore gallery yes. um so if you want to come um grab some food grab some drinks and enjoy the work uh, of Carlos hernandez um do stop by thank All you right. very much thank you